guest on the Crosstalk to discuss all kinds of things, including no more mask mandate, is the maskless. Wow, you got a smile on your face and everything, Senator Ron Johnson. Good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Well, Mike, hope you're doing well. Well, so far, you know, we we uh, do what we have to do to stay healthy and stay uh, stay isolated from people who have been uh, with COVID, and we just hope that everybody gets to stay healthy. How the heck are you? I'm doing well, but yeah, I, I agree with your previous caller or where we got that information yep. from. Yeah, there still is an awful lot that we don't know, and I think you know policymakers, uh, head of these health agencies, they should be honest and about that fact and, and a little more modest in in some of these pronouncements that they're making all the time. I, I, yeah, I've, I've really tried not to be critical of, of uh, public officials that have had to make tough decisions with limited information, but. I, I wish they would again exhibit that humility uh, that they don't they don't have all the answers and, and a lot of this stuff really is uh, comes down to personal choice and, and individual liberty and freedom as well. Right. When it comes, I, I yesterday uh, a, a listener pointed out if Dr. Fauci would start conversation with we have new information and but he doesn't every time he speaks it's as though. Here is the information. Here is the deal. And so deal with it. Then a couple of days later, here's the new deal and deal with this. Instead of pointing out that this is new, it's groundbreaking, nobody has all the answers, and every day there's a new answer. People just think of him as a big, fat government stooge, a liar. That's not helpful. Again, if, if people were a little more modest in terms of what information they, they really had and a little more humble, I think that would yeah. be helpful. It would make people a little more credible. You know, in, in my own situation, I'm, I'm getting attacked left and right for you know, involuntarily getting involved in the whole vaccine debate. Uh, I, I was silent on vaccines. I, I was a big supporter of Operation Warp Speed, but in terms of encouraging or discouraging, I, I was just silent until – a uh, news reporter asked me if I'd been vaccinated, and I said no because I've had COVID, and I, I believe that uh, from what I've read, what didn't make this up, but from what I read, uh, I believe I probably have as good, if not better, immunity than uh, somebody who's been vaccinated. Uh, and by the way, I said that two months ago when there weren't enough vaccines for everybody that wanted one. So I said, you know, I'll let other people get it first. Sure. But you know, I'll always reevaluate my decision, but. You know, I've, I've been connected with other doctors. So one wrote me a prescription, suggested I get an antibody test, which I just took last week. And lo and behold, I have antibody levels as high as this doctor has, and he's just gotten two doses of Moderna. So, you know, we, we know that uh, from SARS-1, uh, people 17 years later still have immunity from, from SARS-1. So, you know, it's, it's largely true. And, again, I'm not a doctor, but, again, what I read, what I'm told by all the doctors I consult with, uh, in general, with viruses, once you've had it, you have long-term immunity. Why, why would we lead to the conclusion that that's not going to be the case for SARS-2? And by the way, I, I just read another study saying that they're they're pretty confident that uh, even you know six to eight months later, people that have had COVID have have immunity, have antibodies for it. And that's my case. I had an asymptomatic case of COVID seven months ago, and I've got antibody levels basically as high as the doctor that wrote me the prescription that just got two Moderna uh, vaccine doses. Now, is, is, what level of immunity does that create? We still really don't know. 
definitively, but it's a pretty darn good in- indication, right? Right. So I, I've, been, I've been pretty relaxed since I tested positive twice for COVID preemptively because, again, I had no symptoms, but I'm, in, I'm around public, so I, I kept getting tested. Um, but I felt pretty comfortable, and, and I, I'm glad to see more and more people seem more comfortable resuming a more normal life. And I, I, I'm so glad the CDC finally is recognizing reality in terms of masks. And I, I'm, I'm hoping to see a whole, whole lot more people smiling and see their smiling faces here in the future. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Time is short, so I'll let you choose. Immigration, border crisis, Cheney out, infrastructure. Where do you want to go? Oh, we got to go to the border because it's an absolute disaster. We had the Secretary Mayorkas in front of our committee uh, uh, yesterday. I mean, he's in fantasy land. He's in a complete state of denial. You know, blaming the Trump administration. Tr- Trump solved the problem largely. You know, we were in the you know getting close to completing 700 miles of fence. They stopped building the fence, and so th- this is a crisis created by Biden and Harris and their administration. And they're not they're they're not even owning up to it, which means. They're not going to have a solution for it because the solution is doing what Donald Trump did, and they'll never do that. They'll never admit they're wrong. So this crisis is just going to continue, but the media won't cover it. They're going to get very good. The secretary kept saying, we're we're getting more efficient at, and I'll fill in the blank, at apprehending, processing, and dispersing all around America without even a notice to appear. They're literally asking these immigrants, come to this country illegally for economic reasons, which is not a valid asylum claim, to voluntarily check in with an ICE office to adjudicate their asylum claim, which they know is going to be denied. I mean, <laughs> again, yeah. the, 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 the state of denial is unbelievable. They really are in a fantasy world. Well, and then sent off, uh, you know, by bus into this country to disappear forever. And I'm just curious, any of these illegal immigrants getting COVID tests? Uh some, but and he's you know, a big word. About, about 10% to 25% have COVID. Right. Um, That's a problem. You, know, you, hear, you, hear, you hear all the uncomfy children. Previous data shows that about 70% of those children are 15, 16, or 17, which is just perfect age to be gang members or possibly used by drug traffickers because they're juveniles. So that's who the drug traffickers use for trafficking their drugs, Yikes. which is a whole thing to do now with the open borders caused by this crisis at the border, 6,000 people a day, Mike. That's that's what CBP is, is apprehending, close to 6,000 people a day, a caravan a day Yeah, the last well, four, five, six weeks. It's this Trump. is an unmitigated disaster. It's Trump's fault. Uh, it's Trump's fault. Uh, Cheney's out. How is that going to change things in, in the Republican Party in the future, the near future? Well, I, I don't think it'll change much. Again, she was, you know, listen, I, I love the Cheney's. Um, but she was just completely out of step with the conference. And if you're going to be in leadership, again, every every member of Congress represents themselves and their constituents. But if you're in leadership, you have to represent the conference. And, and she just was not uh, she was not in sync with the conference. So I understand what the House did, but that's the House. I'm in the Senate. Well, and I appreciate your hard work in the Senate. Thank you very much, Senator Ron Johnson, for talking with us. We could uh, we could continue, except I'm up against the clock. Thank you. For talking with me this morning. Stay safe, stay healthy.